Uh, Zoom says we're streaming, folks. Welcome to episode 96 of Divi Chat. How to choose a great Divi layout when starting a web design project. Before we dive off into this super fantastic topic, let's say hi to everybody on the panel. Ladies first. Leslie, go. Hello. Uh, I'm Leslie Burnell, um, and I work in San Antonio, Texas, and you can find me at agirlinhermag.design. Fantastic. Hi, Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah Oates from Endure Web Studios. You can find me in Australia. You can also find me at endure.com.au or Endure Web on the socials. Fantastic. Hey, Corey. Hello, David Blackman. <laughs> uh, Corey well, Jenkins. <laughs> Corey Jenkins, uh, coming at you from Prescott, Arizona. Uh, you can find me at divi.space, aspengrovestudios.com, and various other places on the web. I have a killer sinus infection I've been fighting for a while, so if I sound funny or pass out on my keyboard, that is why. Don't <laughs> if you see boogers dripping down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish. It's just like sticking there, you know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for sharing. TMI, man. Oh, yeah. TMI. Oh, yeah. That's actually what this episode is about. <laughs> Tim. Everybody, Tim Streifler here, and you can find me online at divilife.com, timstreifler.com, and wpgears.com. And I'm broadcasting it from the Austin, Texas area, or as Leslie likes to call it, Round Rock, Texas. <laughs> and, uh... As Google called it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah happy to be here i i think leslie should stay on top of tim keep him straight leslie keep him straight believe me i uh, wish i never said anything I <laughs> every week every episode <laughs> and my name is david blackman with aspen grove studios and divi space and wpgears.com and really glad to be here glad to be back i feel like i'm losing my voice so if i'm sounding a little hoarse ish i've probably been talking too much but if you know me i talk a lot so and i rarely ever lose my voice so something must be happening um today we're going to talk about divi layouts you know and how to choose really good ones when you start web design projects and stuff. And I think if I'm not mistaken, that this was a topic brought up by Miss Leslie Bernal. You want to kind of tell us anything about what made you decide to choose? I think it's a great topic because there's lots of layouts out in Divi land to start projects with and stuff. Well, I, I mostly thought of it because of the Facebook groups. Um, you're always seeing people ask, um, hey, I have a construction site. Is there a good construction child theme? Um, you know, stuff like that. Or, you know, where is, you know, or is it, you know way more niche. They're like, I, I have a website for a guy who owns a, a garage right. and has, you know, rents out motorcycle, right. like something super specific. Yeah. Or like, no, there's not a layout pack for that. Yeah, exactly. Kitten and, I mean, the thing is, they're they're all pretty suitable for a lot of industries, yeah. not just what the what the demo shows. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I just thought it might be good, like, to have some tips of what to what to look for, and not necessarily just stick to the theme of the demo. Yeah, I think that's the hard part for a lot of people. Like I know, David, you guys have, 
when you've come up with a child theme, you've made like multiple versions, like this one's for charity and this one's for like whatever, but it's still the same, the exact same layout because some people just, their imagination can't look past the pictures they're seeing. And so if they see it as a gardener's website, they just can't imagine that it could possibly be anything other than a gardener's website. So it's one of those things where you're going to have to engage your brain quite a lot, your imaginative brain to be able to picture something else completely from well, what you're you know, and I was kind of asking myself, how are you a designer if you don't have that ability to imagine that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know. That was kind of. <laughs> get them, get them, Leslie, get them. Yeah, I, I, I think I think the people that that are looking for those and they're kind of looking for a quick solution probably are yeah. somewhat do-it-yourselfers. They're looking for yeah, a yeah, exactly. maybe, maybe just for themselves. Experienced, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be people that are yeah, they're learning. It's their first couple websites uh, building yeah. for a client or, or what. And that is a lot of ET's target, right? Like people who might yeah. want to do this themselves. Definitely. Yeah, so and, and the- those are experiences that come with time being able to visualize different content in a specific design setting but it's like being able to kind of dissect the different layers of the site and you know uh, differentiate content from design and then the different parts of the design and stuff that uh, just comes with experience and so for a lot of people just choosing a website that's specifically for a restaurant that has you know design that's made for that type of content and they don't have to design the layout or they don't have to really design the styling either all they have to do is content opposed to having to like you know match styling and content and stuff and so it kind of just takes off several different steps of the process essentially right I think one thing that might be important to explain to possibly new users and stuff that you know, layouts can be a little bit different than child themes um, because of, you know, if, if I, th- I know that elegant themes, a lot of their layouts that they create, they try to create them without any custom styling. They try to use the actual Divi builder and all of the, the design elements within that. And that's fine. But some of the third party layouts out there, they may be using CSS and stuff. So you really need to understand the difference with when you're installing a layout it's not like a child theme and stuff because, you know, CSS and the styles is not in a style sheet in a layout. Um, so yeah. we may want to talk about that a little bit too. Yeah. I, I think, I think in general, the layout packs aren't as robust. Uh, you know, you, you, you have to, you know, like, like in a lot of child themes, they have like a, the automatic install. So you, you know, like, like ours, you do the one click install, it creates the menus, the pages, imports the demo content and everything's pretty much, set up as a full website and then you just have to go through and um you know change around the content uh, a layout pack you can put in css it can be you know within the modules or the uh i think the page settings work now um when you when you import a, a layout to where it brings in that css um, but you can also provide like a um you know one of the theme options export uh, json files along with a layout pack so you can't have that css but yeah it's it's not going to be in a, in a style sheet you can't have custom functions like like you may uh, in in child themes, you know, where you know maybe uh, you've kind of redone the single post.php to give it a different look and, and operate a little bit differently. So I, I think in general, layout packs are just just a little bit more uh, simple, and that's yeah, that's good for some people what they're looking for. And and that that is changing though, because a lot of the things that like okay, you know, there used to be very like uh, f- like very 
specific things that you can't do in a layout pack. Like for example, a header, you want a website, you want, you know, something to get started with that has a custom header. You have to buy a child thing that has a, a, you know, a custom header. However, ET, they're adding the header builder and that will be uh, as the way I understand it, be able to be exported with the layouts. And so, you know, the, the headers can become part of the layout. How do you really well. build there? <laughs> and then that same jumping thing. head off. <laughs> same thing with like hover effects, like child themes, you know, a lot of them have like, you know, some specially designed uh, hover effects and, you know, stuff like that. Well, that's coming into the Divi builder as well. That's doesn't, you know, it won't need to be a part of a child theme. And so uh, while child themes like currently and in the past for sure had like way more, you know, uh, capabilities and a layout pack, that's like, we're seeing that kind of start to slowly change as ET is pouring more features into the builder. I think layout packs have, their place for all of us in our businesses like for me I mean everyone's gonna be different how they run it and maybe some people use layout packs and sell them for thousands of dollars which it still takes time (laughs) which we'll get into in a minute it still takes time and sometimes can take longer to be putting in the content because when you want to make a change it's a bit more epic and I know they've added new features now so when you want to make a change you can make those changes globally which is a really good thing but the biggest thing that I'm finding it really useful for is the clients that just don't have the money. So I, for my clients, I do custom websites. And so if someone comes to me and says, look, all I've got is $1,000, like, but I need like a full-fledged website, then that's the perfect opportunity for a layout pack. And so what I'll say to them is, how about you buy me in sections of time? And what we can do is I can set it up. Uh, you can go to, so Elegant Themes, I didn't know this for a really long time and I was searching the blog, but there's actually... If you go to elegantthings.com forward slash layouts, I didn't know that that was like an actual Oh, yeah, I didn't know that for the longest time. I feel really stupid. (laughs) Anyway, so I was like making people log in and then search through them. Anyway, so go to that, like I send them to that and I say, pick your layout and then I will install it for you. I'll like load up the how many pages you want with like all the things and then you can log in. So then I do tutorial videos for them and they go fill out all the content and they go then as far as they can go. And then I come in at the end and fix it up at the end. And, you know, that will usually end up being about 10 hours worth of time. And that's enough for them to have a fully fledged website. They've been able to do a lot of it themselves, but they get it set up really securely. They get all like the important stuff done, but the layout pack is what helps them do the design and make it look as close to what they wanted without it having to be a custom build. So for some people who just don't have the money, but willing to get their hands dirty, but also not super capable to do the whole thing themselves layout packs are amazing like they're they're perfect yeah i i I, i'm just typed in the url you gave me because i didn't know that existed either sarah so i know and how good um, is it right so i found that because i put i went in the facebook group and i was like it would just be great if i could just send my clients to a url and then like (laughs) one of the it's it's kind of like the it's kind of like the change log so yeah, I mean, the they're, not like, they're not like super intuitive to find you know but yeah. why is that not like in their menu like that is i i, I so didn't know about, i didn't know about that either so that yeah. is so I, helpful that's true yeah well hey, I, I had to laugh if you saw me laughing while yeah. sarah was talking i saw that the the political candidate landing page Mr. Kenny run, is running for mayor. Uh, <laughs> without my vote. That's that's pretty funny. That's, Kenny, we love what, you. But, but what that's, is this? That's, Tell me. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. There's a new layout pack, which is it's oh, for a political that? candidate, and 
did uh, have Kenny vote for Kenny. as the candidate. Yeah, vote for Kenny. Hey, <laughs> Ray Ray had a question in in the the, the live chat uh, talking about the, the or not a question a, a comment are, about are, are the, with, uh, Russell do his question and then oh sorry I I was looking yeah so Russell said would experience with building sitemaps be important here if you have an effective sitemap process than just a case of inserting the relevant layout pack features you need and then design so basically planning you know the the layout the 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 site architecture and then oh, inserting definitely. the layouts as you need them that's a, a really good really good idea yeah I, I think that'd be important because then you see all this specific pages and whatnot that you need and then that can be another determining factor in the layout pack that you choose that it has all the important stuff yeah so i think that's a really important question because like i've got a client at the moment who we're just going through this process and she she wants to do recipes but then she also wants it to look a certain way so she's ended up finding two layout packs and she's like well this one has the functionality i need but this one has the look that i want can we merge the two together which is a really good question right for the most part most of them don't actually have extra functionality as we've already said and so you do need to think through your functionality and it may be that you're not going to be able to fully build in the functionality just using the layout pack and you may have to use external stuff and then try and get it to style so if you don't know css that's where you could get yourself a little bit stuck um, but it's really important to be thinking about what functionality do i need what pages do i need what content needs to go on each of the pages because um, like in that question, like it's really important. You don't want to just put up a website that looks pretty but isn't functional. Like Ellie and Themes, who put up a website and don't tell you there's a layout pack page. I mean, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> put that stuff in your menu. Like, yeah. So I think it's really important to be thinking through the flow of your website, to be thinking how people are going to travel for the most part, how you would like them to travel through your website rather than just sticking a bunch of pages up there because Elegant Themes Layout Pack happen to have those pages. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and that, that actually to getting content before even going to design, right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I had to come to terms with that because I used, when I started, I would always design first and be like, ah, oh, I just stick the content there, which of course I know now is fast backwards. Uh, and there's going to be clients where, God, getting content is just so, you know, whatever is going to be drawn out. Um, but yeah, you want to be thinking of the content first so you don't get stuck in that, uh, in that hole where you're like kind of design your way out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for some for some clients, especially do-it-yourselfers who are like, I've got my like mechanic business and I want to, you know, whatever. If you found a layout pack that pretty much fits that, for some of them, making content is the hardest part. And if it is making the hardest part and you don't want to spend money on a content writer, which I highly recommend doing, but if you don't want to do that, sometimes the layout packs, just having chunks of text can spark some imagination enough to know, well, I need to write three sentences here. I can write three sentences. So in some ways, sometimes that can be enough rather than a blank canvas. It, yeah. you know, it gets them going a little bit and you can just delete whole sections. Like if there's a whole section that's not relevant and you've got nothing to go in there, you can just delete out that section. So you can make it work. Um, and I think for some people who don't know how to come up with the content, it can at least force you to have to think yeah. creatively. What could I put in this section here? What photo might work here? And then just try it. Um, that might be a way to get them sparked. To, to Russell's point, talking about, uh, you know, building, uh, you know, having design strategy going into the, the site architecture and, and, and the layout of the page. And then, you, you know, using a layout pack that kind of fits that. But then also the way that they built the layout packs is each section is 
uh, fully self-sufficient. All the settings are directly in that. And so you can pick and choose and add different sections and use them as building blocks. So like, okay, you're going to use this layout pack here that gets you, you know, 80% of the way there. And then like, oh, this other pack has this other really cool feature, you know, a section that's really well designed. I'm going to pull it in here and then using a lot of uh, Divi's new uh, features to find and replace, extend styles and, and all of that, you can easily adapt the, the style of a certain section or, or building block into the, the new design. Having um, said that, please do God be careful with mixing and matching. Like if you're going <laughs> to do it, please, please, please search and replace everything that you bring in from something that's separate because the amount of times I have seen websites where you can tell like this room's from that layer pack and this is from that layer pack and nothing goes to, like it's different fonts, it's different colors. The and then you look on mobile. Are you saying that people are making the Frankenstein of Divi with the layout <laughs> yeah, I, Well, to be honest, I think that's the big danger with layout packs. The danger is that you create something that has 500 different things because you thought, oh, I like this thing from this one, but this thing from this one, and then they don't. I mean, the find and replace is a lifesaver for layout packs, but you, you need to use them because, oh my goodness, like it looks like, responsible like, with your layout. Even things like letter spacing, like someone on one page will have like all the letters like spaced out and then you go to the next page and they're all like together right. or like, you know, they're like nice and spread out on one page but and then the next one they're like. Those are the finer details people don't Sarah, think to go and do a finer. Sarah, oh, quit, it's bad. Quit, quit giving all the tips to the competition. Let them have the stuff. I don't use layout packs for my most of my clients. Like they get custom. They just get all custom for me. So it's fine. I have, I have a new Divi product company. You know, there's there's Divi Life, there's Divi Space, there's uh, Divi Soup, there's Divi this, Divi that. Uh, a new one, Divi Buffet. Pick and choose layout. Basically, <laughs> Someone's buying it right now, I bet. <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna buy it. I'm gonna buy it first. I've way too many Divi domains as it is. I think uh, I, I think Ray brings up a, a good feature of the layout packs that probably not not everyone knows about. But the with each layout pack, there's also a royalty free photo pack that comes with it, and you can download it separately from the layout pack. And um, I know we've downloaded some of those and kind of cat cataloged them for use, uh, you know, on internal projects and stuff. But they have like some really awesome photography uh, that goes into those layout packs. I think they have like a whole like department just. Uh, yeah, it's all custom. So like they hired someone to take photos or multiple people. So it's like yeah, it's all royalty free and it's all custom. Like it's not, you will not find it on pixels or whatever. Yeah. Which I think so, is so awesome. That's a really awesome resource, uh, you know, for, for people that might even be, you know, creating their own. Uh, layout packs or just need like filler content or, or something like that so you don't have to use some of the overused stock content that we see <laughs> right. yeah. on splash yeah yeah tim you'll be happy to know that db buffet is available in dot com dot com dot au and dot net dot au just <laughs> all right first person out there listening to buy it wins i know <laughs> What you win? Tonight. Then you're gonna get Tim's an annoyance for ransom. <laughs> wait, wait, David hasn't bought that one yet. <laughs> hey man, don't don't be hating. Don't be hating. Yeah, I have way too many. I have way too many domains, but especially Divi. I have way too many Divi. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's an addiction, as as David can relate to as well, because he has just as many domains as I do. I think. 
<laughs> Almost, not quite. Tim, I think you got more than me, but I'm close. Yeah. <laughs> You're catching All up. Right. So I've got, got another, I've, got special. Uh-huh. I've got another tip on how to pick a DV layout pack. Get us back on track. All right, uh-huh. so say say you go to the Elegant Themes forward slash layouts. We'll say it again so everyone knows where it is. I'll so if you it. go, yeah, if you go there, we need some like affiliate links so that we get like tons of cash. Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, um, so say you go there and you're looking for the layout pack. My biggest advice would be try and ignore what the packs are for and look through all of the packs and look for the shapes that match what you think the feel of your website should be so um, if you see one that like has a few of them have like they have images and they have like a little square that's kind of off to the side like a gray background square that's off to the side maybe you like that look or whatever but it's for something completely different that's fine just try and look past what it's actually for and see if you can get the shapes to look how you'd want it try and look past even the colors because you can change all the colors you can change the fonts but the shapes are the thing that elegant themes have spent a lot of time building in the css into the modules that make them sit in a certain way and so my biggest advice would be if you can possibly blank out all the fonts and all of the everything except for the shapes then that's probably going to get you the most success in picking a layout pack that's going to do what you want it to do. Um, and then from there, you can duplicate and modify as you need to. But um, try as much as you can to not worry about the colours and not worry about the images, not worry about the fonts, because that stuff is the easy stuff to change. The hard stuff to change is the shapes, I think. And the, uh, even the hovers you can change pretty easily. But I think the shapes for the most part, because they use negative margins and all sorts of things like that, for the most part a DIY is going to find that part confusing so I'd start there yeah and that that's what makes the layout packs unique too opposed to just having you know 100 different layout packs it's just you know one section one section you know blurb 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 you know having the unique you know section shapes and all of that is what what makes it you know, different from all the rest. And some people will complain like all these layout packs, you know, all I, know. Thing, which I don't get, like, I think they look, you know, pretty different. They, they all have a similar design style because they're, you know, all coming from the same design yeah. team, same design director, Kenny Singh. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's. What it's, I really like that they've been doing is the, um, the uh, illustrations. Um, and those are included as well. And I think those are super unique looking and I, they're really nice. The high quality, yeah. Yeah, there's some yeah icons, illustrations, things like that that are pretty awesome. Yeah, I would say that I, I wouldn't say that they all look the same. Like for the most part, yeah. if you're looking at just shapes and you're blanking out everything else, all of them have quite different shapes as you look through them, even as you look through the homepage of them. I think, you know, they're all really different to each other. And as soon as you change out those images, even if you don't change the colours to start with, just if you so another bit of advice, as soon as you load it up, so the, the process is you download a layout pack and then you go into your blank version of elegant themes. If you want, you can make a child theme. If you don't want, you don't have to. Then you um, upload that layout pack. Then you can go in, make a page and load up one of the pages um, as a page. So my biggest advice would be at that point, just replace all the images, even with like go to a stock image place pick out some images that roughly match your category and just replace all the images. I bet it will look 100% different like straight away, even before you've changed all the colours of the buttons and all that stuff. Just change out the, the images. I reckon you'll be really surprised at just how different it looks to even the layout pack on Alien Themes website. Yeah. Because a demo can really um, kind of 
kind of like stifle your creativity because you yeah. get tunnel vision a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I want to, I want to throw out a scenario here. Uh, Leslie and, and Sarah, both awesome designers, uh, to Corey and David's admittance, they don't do a lot of designing these days. So not to throw you guys under the bus as not being good designers, but these two ladies are <laughs> killer designers that are still doing it on a daily basis. So uh, you, you pick a layout pack and you do what, what Sarah just suggested. You go and you, you add new stock photos and then you change colors. And then all of a sudden you realize that you have this demo over here that looks awesome. And then you have what you just did that. <laughs> and so how do you effectively use a layout pack, effectively choose images and, and all of that? Um, I'm curious what your guys' thoughts are. I have some suggestions too, but does that make sense? Well, okay. since you've been... Can you repeat the question, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> Demos so you've made really it look great. like crap. <laughs> yeah, or I guess my question is, when you choose a layout pack and you start to add your own content and kind of make it your own, yeah. um, how do you make it not look like total garbage? Because I think we've all seen people uh, in like the Facebook groups that they'll post a link to their website and not to you know be mean or, or, or judgmental or anything, but you look at it and you can see what layout pack they use. But You're like, how did they screw that layout pack up? It was yeah. so nice. Exactly. Yeah. And it's pretty easy to screw it up, you know, like yeah. just if you have yeah, images. We, we all know problem. from our child themes, we've seen them out in the wild and you're like, that's not yeah. what that was for, but. <laughs> exactly. So what are some tips for people that are using a layout pack? How do they make it not uh, garbage it's tough i mean i think it's tough it's kind of a taste thing i don't know um it's kind of like how how do you be a good designer answer that when you're picking images like you'll see in the layout packs that elegant themes have done one of the biggest things they'll do is they'll have quite zoomed in images they're always really crisp photo composition is super important really important um for your homepage first load image, that image matters more than any image because that is people's first impression of your website. So make sure you nail that one. Um, that's for anybody's, whether you're using a layout pack or not, like that image really matters. And a lot of Elliot Themes layout packs start with an image of some sort. So making sure that image is good quality. Don't like, don't use one that's like you copied it off Facebook or whatever. Like make sure it's really good quality. But then a lot of them use quite artistic photos. So you may get away with some sort of stock imagery that you can use in a creative type way but I think the images really matter um, and then trying to have a consistent vibe with your images and with your colors so if you're going to be I mean ideally you would want to have custom photos taken but people probably who are using these layout packs aren't going to have this money but if you do mm. custom photos taken on one day and have those photos throughout your website you're going to have a consistent look and feel no matter which layout pack you use, because the images are going to have the same color vibe. They're going to have the same feel because the same person took all the photos. So that would be an ideal scenario. Say you don't have that, then try and just have that same color tone. Even if you have to run all your photos through some sort of filter that then gives them like all a yellow look, like a, you know, slight yellow look yeah. or a slight blue look or a slight winter look or something that makes them look consistent, that will make a really big difference because if you have really bright images and then like really dark ones, it'll look really inconsistent. Um, and then picking a color, a highlight color that matches that color vibe of your photos, that will make a really big difference, I would say. Another yeah. thing about photos too is, oh, go ahead, David, or whoever that was. Oh, that was me. I, I was gonna say <laughs> a big thing I see is like, you know, you have to keep your copy like balanced. Uh, if you do get a layout pack and it looks really nice and 
let's say maybe it has like a three column and each one of the columns has a yeah yeah that's one title is 50 characters like a sentence like a sentence (laughs) in all h2 yeah um copy can like really throw off the the look and feel of a layout pack or child theme as well so make sure everything's balanced uh you know your, your titles are balanced your your body text is, you know, if it's in different columns or whatever, it's the same length. Um, just a lot of little things like that can make a big difference. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I, I think from say- what I've seen, uh, two main things, kind of w- w- to reiterate what uh, Sarah said about photos, like it's even a high quality photo, if it doesn't match like the color tones of the color scheme, it could just look out of place and out so, big time. <laughs> yeah and then another thing too is just ha- using a color scheme that doesn't clash <laughs> you know like um yeah. i'm not great at choosing color schemes i know when they look terrible but i'm not great at choosing them and there's so many really cool resources that you could use that um you know will have pre-made color schemes that you can adapt into yeah. your design oh leslie go leslie oh I was- <laughs> okay like for example you know you put a layout and and um et has a nice like the it's a zoomed in picture of somebody um and like their face kind of takes up half the the, mm-hmm. the whole section or something so if you're going to change it out you kind of want to stick to the same composition if you want that look um and also a thing is a landscape and portrait i see a lot of people it's a section you know it's a wide section and they'll want to make a portrait a long photo yeah. fit, <laughs> it zoom in all they do is zoom in yeah. the middle and so you have to i think the photos and learning how to, you know, think about composition in them is, is super, like, way more important than I really realized. When yeah, is and that's Leslie's the thing that can take a lot of time. Coming out? <laughs> what? Leslie's design course is coming out oh. on <laughs> WP Gears. I, I think all, we all can aim it one-on-one. <laughs> oh, God. For nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> a minute. Sorry, Sarah. Go. I was just going to say, like, I think with your images, just try lots of images. Like, change out heaps of images. And even if they're a bunch of stock images, just keep trying different images and see how it changes it. And it might help you get an idea. And then maybe you can get a friend to take a photo and say, like, this is the shape I need. Can you take it so I'm off to the left or, you know, whatever it is. Then you may be able to custom do something. But get an idea for what's going to sit well in that layout pack before you even go and get your photography done that will make a really big difference. Even if it's just a friend that's taking a photo, you'll be surprised with what you can manage to get. Obviously, a a professional photographer, it's like having a professional designer doing your website. Of course, it's going to be a better job, but it's still better than nothing, having something custom than using There are good apps out there too. Yeah, and you can just run them all through the same filter. Yeah. So picking colors, I just looked up the website that I've used sometimes. It's called Coolers, C-O-O-L-O-R-S.co. Um, and that's a really fun picker thing where you can like, you basically pick one color and then it will give you some complementary colors and advice with colors from my perspective is try and just pick one, maybe two highlight colors. Um, so have a predominant, like have, you know, basically a black and white, it might be dark gray and white or whatever, or off eggshell white or whatever you want to do, but then have like one major color that you use as like your buttons or whatever or every now and then have a background and then maybe a second one but don't go more than that you really don't need more than um two highlight colors and i'll also link to um maybe like a a font pairing tool because a lot of people pair the strangest fonts i mean yeah and you can use google fonts there are plenty of great google fonts yeah 
Two fonts, two fonts. Have have like font, two, font. two fonts per yeah. page, right? And then have different fonts on everything. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Different, yes. different color uh, yeah, links. In total, you should have 500 fonts, ideally. <laughs> now, even from a page load speed perspective, you don't want to be loading 500 fonts. So if you accidentally miss one of the fonts that was built in the layout pack, you're loading an extra font that you just don't need to be loading. That's extra time on your website. That just doesn't need to happen. So even from a speed perspective, if you can find a great header font and then a great standard font that you can just use throughout your whole website, again, it's going to bring you consistency. And again, it's going to make your site just load faster and be better. Now, I'm, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, um, can't you now, doesn't there an option now where you have to, your site only loads the one you actually use? Don't, I think there's an option now in theme options where you don't, you make sure like it only loads the two that you use, the two Google fonts or something. I'll, I'll check, but I'm pretty sure. I kind of assumed that happened, but maybe I'll. I don't think it ever did. I think that's why there was a lot of people complaining about all oh. the kingdom and they see all these Google fonts. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. I, I assumed it only loaded what you actually had. Yeah, because, I mean, there's hundreds of fonts. If you loaded all, hundreds of fonts at once, even though it's coming from Google servers, I think that would yeah. destroy your, your load time. I'll look for the setting. Up. Maybe I'm thinking of something else, but I know it had to do with Google fonts. Huh. I'll, I'll yeah, there's, a, there's a Google font subsets. Yeah, I never know what that is. Yeah, I never know what that about. is. That is uh, <laughs> this will enable Google fonts for non-English languages, is what it says. Oh. So That's what Les is saying. turn that one off. Can't no, we? not that, not that. I'm There's just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Wouldn't a non-English language be like, like, because they, pl they pluralized it. Non-English languages, yeah. Yeah, I Ooh. guess anything other than English. <laughs> I guess if you're not um, using other languages you could turn that off i yeah. just always have that on because i'm a bit i always get scared yeah. <laughs> but if it's other languages i guess that doesn't matter i'm gonna look for it now it's bugging me sorry <laughs> <laughs> so besides uh besides elegant themes like what are what are where are some good places to get uh to get some like layout packs oh i'm assuming you guys have layout packs yeah, we we have layout packs uh, available to our members now on the on the back end. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there, there's just still a fair amount of support and stuff on layout packs, so we don't have them on the front end uh, for free anymore. But if you're a member, you get them for free. Right. Um, I don't actually know. I haven't looked because the reason that I use layout packs is to keep people's prices down. Um, I, I would be suggesting people buy child themes if they're gonna if they really want something that's like custom. I would be suggesting people use the free ones from Elegant Themes, or else go buy a child theme so it's got everything fully fledged um, built in. If you're gonna buy it somewhere else, so I haven't actually looked at layout packs elsewhere because I don't want to spend money for the people who are trying to save money when we can always or already use Elegant Themes because they've already had to buy that. Uh, okay. So that's unhelpful. <laughs> in in basically in my mind oh i've just seen that someone's got a website and they've got elegant themes layout packs on their website that makes me angry. um so in in my well they're saying they're free which makes me really mad um in um in my mind if you're going to use a layout pack i i think you're trying to save money so you don't want to be spending money but if it's free somewhere that's great 
if you're like if you're already a member of Divi Space, for example, or Aspen Grove, um, whichever it is, and then you're again wanting to offer it to your clients, then you know that makes sense. But if it's a DIYer who's coming and they're saying, okay, I want to like set something up, you're probably not going to want to spend money. And if you're going to want to spend money, I would say get a child theme rather than a layout pack, personally. Ray has a really good question. What is the real advantage of a child theme versus a layout? Um, I think it's it's kind of twofold. One is child themes can add additional functionality where uh, you know the Divi theme layout packs, you can't really package additional functionality. Um, and so for example, custom headers, uh, you know, different things like that, custom functions in a functions.php file. Um, and then the second thing would be, I think, which is a big one, um, is with a layout pack, you can import the entire layout pack, but you have to go and add each page and all that. Um, with most child themes now, they're, when you install them, they have a quick install where they're going to import all the pages for you, add all the right layouts to the right pages, any settings. Menus exactly, and so all, yeah. Within a couple minutes or less, you have a fully functioning website with all the pages and everything laid out perfectly for you. Uh, and then, of course, any additional functionality that's part of the child theme. So, while layout packs are becoming more and more versatile, as Elegant Themes is adding more and more functionality into the Divi Builder, child themes still have a leg up because you just have more control and to be able to do things outside of the builder. Yeah, well, and especially for the header. I mean, until they yeah. come out with the header builder, a lot of people, I think might resort to a right. child theme because of the navigation is customized. Yeah. Another thing we've done in, in um, some child themes is like integrate um, third-party plugins that, you know, relate, yeah. relate to yeah. the child theme. So like in um, one of our nonprofit child themes, we have like give WP and the events calendar, the free versions in there. Well, we're able to auto have the plugin automatically installed when you're um, installing the child theme. And we can also carry across settings so that, um, you know, the give, give WP matches like the look and feel of the site and same with the events calendar. So it can also like import those, those plugin settings as well. So, um, cur- yeah, so that's the stuff. Child themes, yeah, gives you a lot more power. Yeah. Like if you want any extra functionality, like if you want an events calendar or something and you're using a layout pack, it's not going to be styled the same as your layout pack. And unless you know CSS, you're not going to be able to style it. You can't, there's no settings where you can just like go in and do a slider to style something like your layout pack. So you're going to get really stuck. So if there's particular functionality and that functionality is really, really important to you, but you don't have enough skill to be able to do it all on your own, a child theme is going to make a really difference. The other thing a lot of child themes will have is built in um, custom post types. So it may be that you're trying to, you know, you don't want everything to be sitting in the blog section or using projects, for example, um, or it might even just rename projects to something else. And if you don't know how to change the name of projects in the functions file, well, they'll already have that stuff built in for you. So I would say if you see it as a complete newbie, you want it to look amazing, you don't have the money to pay for a custom person, but you really don't know what you're doing, that's when you want a child theme. Um, if you feel like you're a DIY, you're not very good at design, but you could probably manage mucking around with the functions file if you needed to, following tutorials. You want to do it yourself, but the design part of it is really challenging for you. I think that's when layout packs can be really perfect for you because they can do the, that portion of it. And then from there, you can take the lead and change some CSS or, you know, do that kind of stuff if you're bringing in um, 
other functionality. If you can do the other functionality yourself, then you should be good to go with a layout pack. It's um, going to help you with the design portion of it. It's important to note too that, um, you know, there's no standards for the child theme developers. Every, if you're going to yeah. buy a child theme, they're all going to be built differently by the different companies that yeah, put them true. out. And that's just the nature of it. Um, so I don't know, I guess it could be kind of, I, I could see how it could be really maybe difficult and confusing if you, if you're going through building sites and you happen to buy several child themes from here and here, you know, the, I can see how that could be kind of a challenge. Yeah. Well, everybody, it. everybody codes uh, and designs a little bit differently. I, I think one important thing for, for authors of child themes is like, just be, just notate mm -hmm. everything, your CSS, make sure everything's yeah. like really detailed and notated. If you do have a functions file, describe what the functions do. Uh, to me, that's, that's important. Yeah. Um, Unless you're like me and you target coders, then you don't have to do all that, but you don't, yeah. you're not going <laughs> to sell as much, you're not gonna sell as much as, as it grows. <laughs> I think it's important for people to know. I think, I can't remember if we've done a topic on how to pick child themes, but it is really important. It's a bit like when you're buying a theme from like Embedo Market or something that you don't know what they're using. You don't know what third party stuff they're using. And sometimes they're using stuff like they might be using Visual Composer, for example. Well, <laughs> That sucks. And you don't know that till you kind of like get right all the way in. So if you're buying a child theme for Divi, obviously they're not using Visual Composer, but they might be using some sort of third-party plugins that aren't particularly secure, or they might be using um, code in their function file that isn't particularly secure. So you are kind of putting yourself a little bit at risk from that perspective, unless you go to a reliable source such as these guys, because I would trust them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trust us. Yeah. I think it's important to know who you're buying from, basically. If you're going to be buying a child theme, make sure it's someone that you feel like they're going to be using good code. Don't just buy it from, like, the first thing that popped up in Google and you just have no <laughs> idea who's behind the company or, like, you don't know anything about them. I think if you know a face behind it, you can trust it that little bit further. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's a lot of... Lot of uh child theme and, and plug-in authors out there. I mean, just like anything else, you're going to hire a plumber. You want to look at some reviews and, yeah. you know, just yeah. get a general sense that they're like, you know, like actually like serious and, and have their, have their yeah. stuff, stuff together, you know? Um, and yeah, same with the child theme authors. I mean, take a look at their website, see if it's updated, probably, you know, their blog's a good place to look if, if they're putting out tips and blogging somewhat regular, regularly. That's, that's kind of a good uh, indicator and then try to, you know, find reviews about them on like Facebook and, and some other areas and ask in the Facebook groups, you know, um, yeah, people have had bad yeah. experiences or good experiences. They're, they're going to let you know. So. Yeah. And with these types of products, uh, especially child themes and, and layouts, the barriers to entry is, is really low, like compared to, you know, other types of, you know, startup businesses and everything plugins, you have to have, you know, a little more coding knowledge. And so people will, you know, they'll kind of pop up and, and sell a child theme, you know, and then realize, hey, it's actually a lot harder to, to build a business with this than just create a child theme thinking they're going to strike it rich. And so then they'll kind of, you know, phase out, you know, we see that a lot where people kind of, you know, come out and they like, you know, pump the Facebook groups a lot, you know, full of their products and stuff. And then like, they kind of just fade away. <laughs> what happened to those people that did buy it, you know, and there, there has been people that have purchased products and their products stopped working and they're no longer a part of the community, no longer selling, you know, or they might still be selling, but no longer supporting. Um, and I've had customers yeah. that have, you know, said that like, I was using this product over here and you know, blah, blah, blah. And that happens. It kind of drop off the face of the planet. 
Um, and so, yeah, like Corey was saying, reviews, look and see if they're active and that sort of thing. So I guess that's where a big advantage of using Elegant Themes layout hacks would be because they're making it. So like they, partly they know what's coming, but also there's a good chance if you're using one of the layout packs and an update breaks it and you go into the forum, they're going to be aware of it because a whole bunch of people have been using that. <laughs> and because all the stuff's baked into the actual settings, there's a good chance that they're already going to be considering that as they're doing updates. So that's another advantage if you are new and you don't want to come into big problems in the future, it, it might be wise to be looking at layout packs from Elegant Themes rather than from other sources potentially. And, and Ray actually had a, a really good question that, that goes along with that. Do layout, layout packs ever get updated like child themes? He says, I would assume not since they're just structure versus functionality. And um, yeah, I would say it's, it's a lot less frequent, especially the Elegant Themes layout packs. Uh, they're only allowed to design them using built-in controls, no custom CSS, no custom functionality. And so um, those for sure are, aren't rarely going to get updated. Maybe they might get, you know, tweaked here and there or something, but. Um, or added functionality. Yeah, and, and you're definitely not going to get the, you know, automatic updates like in, in dash updates. Yeah. Like you do a child theme. Like if we do update a child theme, we have licensing and updater software in there where we can push it out. You can click update. It'll fix maybe a coding error or something like that. With layout packs, you can't you can't do that because there's no uh, licensing uh, files uh, involved. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There there really isn't any need for an update um, other than for newer users, I guess. Yeah, but we we have, we have updated in the past, and I can't remember. This was like a couple of years back, and you know, and Divi had some pretty major changes. Uh, we did update the. Um, we did update the layout pack, but we couldn't like push it out. We just had to like yeah. upload the new layout Let pack people like, know. into the into our site, and they would have to pull it. Yeah. So. Mm. All right. Awesome. <laughs> Awkward silence. Was it something I said? <laughs> you answered every question there was to be answered. I had nothing more to say. Yeah. <laughs> I. Here's one thing that you may know or not. The elegantthemes.com slash layouts is a great resource. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I feel you really may or may, in the process. <laughs> you may or may not know, if I'm not mistaken, um, all of those same layouts are in the Divi library as well. Can't you yeah. look at them, yeah, yeah. play around with yeah, them, load did. them up, you know, play with them. Get a, get However, a development site up. Yes, I agree with that. However, for just looking at them, I think it's better off looking over somewhere oh, else. Oh yeah, just looking. Absolutely, I'm talking just about just looking, and especially if you're sending yeah. clients to have a look at it. But also, when you do go and load them all up, make sure you delete out the old junk. So you don't need to have like all of the layout packs installed at you know like on your website. So just make sure when you're finished that you actually get rid of all the junk because you're going to load up your website unnecessarily. Yeah. Pro yeah the cool thing is go, go like page by page and like create your about page and then enable the Divi builder load layout and then load that, you know, you don't have to like download the whole layout first and then do it. You can do it kind of no. page by but page. But it will also load up every single image that's on that layout pack. So if you download every single layout pack and every single page on every single layout pack, you're going to have your media library full of images yeah. that you use as well. So, yeah, you know, you. just like, 
just install what you need. Just like, I, I get that sometimes you might change your mind along the way, but if you do, then take the time to actually clear out everything that you don't need. Or have at least yeah. one install that you just have for messing around. Yeah. Or what I was going to say, something that I've done before as elegantthemes.com slash layouts lets you preview them. If you go to elegantthemes.com, go to the Divi page and go to the live demo, oh, you yeah. can import the layout packs without having to create an install and, and, oh, yeah. them and stuff that's, like that. That's so a cool idea. See what they look like on a real website playing around and stuff. And then, you know, decide from there. Yeah. Nice. Times. Good oh, tip, Tim. I like that one. Teams resources. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I also do that to test out features and stuff too. However, I notice <laughs> that it's usually like a week behind of the new update. And so it doesn't get updated right away. So if you want to like, you know, update day and you want to go test it out it won't from what i've seen even they know not to immediately update. (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh i'm so behind on all my updates at the moment because i'm like oh i just don't want the process of having to check them all anyway we're we're having a new service that we're thinking about launching it's called diviupdates.com See if that's available, Tim. <laughs> that's actually a really good domain. <laughs> I, already own it. I already own it, David. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah Tim probably already owns it. <laughs> um, all right. It's uh, available. One last, one just last letting thing you know. I was going to say, um, when no. you're looking, when you're doing a search, like for keywords, like for instance, yeah, if you have construction or whatever, look at adjacent industries too. Like if it's yeah. like a professional service, think about maybe plumbing or, or you know, lawn, landscape. Yeah or something like that think of um connected industries not just that one yep good good tip good tip um what about i mean i'm not really up to speed with all of the different um people who are offering different layouts and stuff i know that our good friend fabio if i'm not mistaken launched something recently have any of you got But I'm sure he still has it. I I haven't checked checked their layouts. Doesn't that have to do with layouts? I think so. Yeah, Yeah, I think people can go and Fabio's are like individual like elements, right? Like instead of or or like sections or something. Yeah, I think you can build a layout or something like that. Layout pack. I think you can kind of pick and choose different elements. It's like a Mr. Potato Head for Divi layout. It really (laughs) is Divi buffet. That's actually buy it and sell it to him. You're so yep. easy, your friend. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. joking. <laughs> it's a, I, I didn't even buy it. I'm just totally joking. com is available. I'm not going to. That's buy. right. I'm looking forward to seeing what someone does with it. <laughs> yeah, don't just let it park there, loser. Yeah. <laughs> I should buy it and then redirect it to needyesterday.com. There we go. Yeah. Aww, that would be. Aww. Awesome. That's <laughs> you're invited back to pop to uh, Fabio's pool in Italy. <laughs> I think you should do the content marketing to get it ranked too, Tim. While you're at it, <laughs> you're, really good you're right. <laughs> you be the best friend ever. <laughs> All right. Was well, there anything we missed? We're coming up on an hour. I think we've stretched out Divi layouts as long as we can. <laughs> Actually, y'all have given some really, really great advice and tips and stuff. So, yeah, it's it's been more chock full of uh, information than I I thought. Some episodes <laughs> you go into like, we're we gonna be able to talk about this for an hour, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Good job, guys. Good job. 
Well, let me see what next week's topic is while we're batting things around. Is this official topic, Leslie? I think so, yeah. The, the type in red has been up for a while, so yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while, actually, since I put that, so yeah. Yeah, that was episode 56, 48. Oh, man, we're almost, we're almost 100. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> staying balanced and healthy, doing web design, very important. Mentally, physically, all yeah, the way around, favorite. emotionally. <clears throat> so, cool. <laughs> Can we really that, speak that's to actually, that? That's actually a really popular topic. It's good to cover that every now and then. because the, Yeah, the personal and health <laughs> ones, yeah, those are good. Yeah, we, yeah, and we I think things change as well. Like, you know, stuff that we were trying a while ago, we might have changed up a little bit since then. So good to re uh, come there, but well, it'd be really nice well, to have really like these those ones. <laughs> yeah, it'd be nice yeah. to have lots of people on the live one um, and see if we can get people asking questions, or even if you've got questions beforehand, maybe you can send them through. Oh, which makes me think we were going to read out a, a testimonial. Um, I meant to do it at the start um, because people may not make it to the end of the episode. Where was it in general? Uh, Probably in feedback. In feedback. Uh, Feedback, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. So this testament, uh, this, uh, what are they called? Review was on Apple. Feel free to give us reviews because it does help us. Um, So this came from Golden Nugget of Divi something something uh this podcast is a gold mine of resources for doing web design and divi especially if you are starting out and looking for getting your wordpress business off the ground such helpful advice from people down the road thanks for putting this out there for the divi community so thank you golden nuggets of divi something or other we can't say the rest of your name um but if you want to leave a review for us it would really help us and we will try and read some more of them out as we go so you might even get your name on there Um, and five stars would be amazing yeah mike is mike is asking a question and i'm perfectly okay with it um maybe we want to test it out sometime and we'll mike we'll discuss this in but zoom does have the ability this is a webinar we can have up to a hundred people oh my god sarah wants not on, I mean, we can. We can have 100 people with videos, but we don't have to have the video. We can do the panel, and then they can be in Zoom and then do the Q&A. But how is that different to watching it in YouTube Live? Well, that there's a better quality. It's a lot better quality. They can see the quality is much better. Plus, if you hover over Zoom right now, Sarah, you'll see Q&A. Q&A, yeah. Calling. They can ask questions. We can answer them live and keep track of them instead of funneling through them in, in chat. Um, it's pretty cool, and yeah. the community feels like they're a part of and stuff. It, it's more of well, like I hey, feel like they are in YouTube Live anyway. But I I'm, I'm yeah. open to it. There's no like yeah. you know whatever. Yeah. But I do I do like the idea, particularly next week's um, topic. Just having a few questions from people, maybe if they come through before or live, um, or you know if you've got particular areas of health and mixing yeah. with work, that would be good to know, so that we don't just cover stuff that's interesting to us. All right. That sounds like a plan. And by the healthy teenager behind me grabbing snacks and stuff, it must be time, <laughs> must be time to end. What's up, Bo? <laughs> hey, Bo. You're famous. Everybody says hi, Bo. <laughs> hi, Bo. <laughs>
you're such a dork. Like, yeah, probably think you guys are a bunch of nerds. <laughs> and he uh, is well, right. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for tuning in. We're getting close to episode 100. I'm excited Woo-hoo. about that. So, uh, Might have some special to- stuff planned. We'll see. Yeah, I'm trying to think Freebies. of something. <laughs> some maybe. Yeah. Like, we're all riding horseback. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, man. I mean, this is the point in the evening where we need to get off of live. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, need, we need to eat. This all right, everybody. Have a, great, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. Adios.